Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Always follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on v Here we go. Welcome in. It is Follow the Money on v the sports betting network. Mitch Moss along with Polly Howard. We're live in downtown Las Vegas from the Circa Resort and Casino. Busy three-hour program lined up today. Uh, U.S. Open, obviously, recap, looking ahead to the Open Championship next month. Major League Baseball, a lot of news happening in the NBA, NFL today, and College World Series as well, sprinkled in throughout the show today. Hope everybody had a great Father's Day yesterday. And, Paulie, if you would have told me, I don't know, 20 years ago that I would watch and bet on this much golf on a weekly basis, I would have said you're absolutely out of your mind. There's no way. But around uh, probably 2013, 2014, I really started to pick it up a lot more as a fan of the sport and bet on it more and more and really take it in for the full, full four-day event that it is every single week, especially the majors. Uh, and this is an example why, to me, it's, it's so easy to catch on to as a fan and get addicted to. Uh, I'm not saying to, like, you know, have a gambling problem with, but it's been, and I've said this for years on this show, and I did not have Wyndham Clark yesterday, but he was a massive price. He was, in fact, 150 to 1 not that long ago. And then the week of, he was back down to that 80 to 1 range and he cashes the ticket. This is like March Madness every single week in golf when you have these events. Um, now, sometimes you're going to have a guy who is 11 to 1 win. Okay, there's nothing wrong with that. But a lot of times you're going to get this guy come in like this. And Wyndham Clark was awesome over the weekend. We'll recap all the stats that took place. And. When you see the stuff that uh, circulates on social media, a couple of huge bets came in at, at Circa, where we broadcast from every single day. Joey Toons, who's a professional sports better, he had a dime at 94 to 1 on Clark. That's a pretty good feeling. And then it was, I believe, AP Consultant on Twitter as well, had a nickel at 125 to 1. How are they feeling today? That is impressive. That is well done. I can't imagine betting that much on a long shot like that. It's not improbable because he had won before. But last year he was ranked 293, and it's a and, and he's the fourth player ever, or excuse me, fourth player in the last 100 years to win the U.S. Open after previously not even making the cut. So I I, I got to give our guy Ricky here credit, who works here at Circa. Mike Palm told this on air Friday, but he said, "Get on Clark. This kid's got a shot here." Uh, he tried to give it away, but a, a great story. And you're right about the long shots coming in, but that is very aggressive. To put five hundred or a thousand dollars at such a long shot, and you know, it depends on when you bet it. But one hundred and twenty-five to one, ninety-four to one, 
Ricky Fowler was 125 to one not that long ago as well. Yeah, right. Uh, and and he had the he was right there going into Sunday before he blew up. So he tried to give it away. I know the, going into the last three holes, he was minus 2200 in play, and it got down to minus 150. But he showed a ton of guts and and a great story with the mom passing away, and he lost his game when he was in college. But there's something every single week with this sport. I will agree with you there, and it's a fun sport to bet on. Some of this stuff, I don't think there's enough value. Top 10, top 20 uh, with some of that. but No, some of those numbers are almost like home no. run props now. Yeah, you're right. You know? But it, 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 to your point, though, I mean, Scheffler didn't even play well, and the guy finishes top five. So how, how good that guy is. Uh, somehow Rom sneaks into the top 10. I don't know how that happened either. That, that came out of nowhere. That's right. The, the, the ongoing narrative now, it's not even a narrative. It's just a fact with the numbers and the putting. If Scheffler can ever get that down straight, I mean, uh-huh. it's, it's the same thing with, with Rory. We'll get into that coming up in a second, though, and how he was, you know, so live all day long, and he was the betting favorite at most spots entering yesterday's action. Uh, that is now, five, think about this, that's five straight first-time major winners at the U.S. Open, and that, that trend, that one of the trends that we talked about last week was uh, how you need to be a little bit younger to win this event. That's four consecutive events here at the U.S. Open, won by a player who was uh, under 30 years of age. So that came in again. Rory, the putter got him as well. Shots gained Tita Green down the stretch yesterday for the tournament. At one point, he was eighth overall, and then putting, he was 56 out of 65 of the players who were just on the green or on the uh, on the course yesterday. And putting by round for Rory McIlroy, shots gained. If you go back all the way, starting on Thursday, plus 2.74. Plus 1.89 on Friday. And then the weekend got here. It's the same old thing. Minus 1.19 strokes. And he lost two and a quarter strokes yesterday putting. And if he could ever get it down, I mean, he probably would have won that event by two strokes yesterday. That's 33 tournaments now and nine years without a major. Couldn't make one putt. Just had to make one. Couldn't make one. And it let him down. He also caught an enormous break on 14. How is that a reworked rule? How is that the rule that it's embedded and he gets a drop. Now, he bogeyed the hole anyways. But that would have been a mitigated disaster if you go back to the old rule. I mean, how's he gonna, what's he going to do there? You take a drop in the bunker, how's he going to hit it? It's, he's right up against it right there. That but golf that, ball that, was dug in like an Alabama tick. Yes, it was. How is that, how is that the rule? That's crazy. I couldn't believe how when it was unfolding. Up. I'm like, sure. wait a second here. He's going to get this easy of a drop? Yes. Who came up with this idea? Yeah, he was better off burying it and, and getting it embedded there uh, in the grass on 14. Um, so certainly Clark was leaking oil, but Rory couldn't take advantage. And I, I thought he was going to pull through, or at least we were looking at a playoff scenario. Uh, what, what, what we were looking at down the stretch, but he, so many shots he made and he, uh, he was so erratic off the tee late as well, where he just had to put it in the fra- fairway and he was going to be okay. But he, he, you know, the nerves got to him, uh, also there, but yep. you know, great tournament all the way around. Uh, again, and you're right about primetime golf too. That is awesome to have primetime golf and to go that late. Now, too late on Saturday. Well, right, they're playing in the dark. They can't even see Clark. I, I, so when I'm looking at the tee times on Saturday morning, I'm like, wait a second here. They're going to start, I think it was around 3.40-something Pacific time. I'm like, do they understand like how late this is going to go? And then it was a bad sign when Clark and, and Fowler were talking about it afterwards and how mm. they were playing in the dark. And then Fowler, of course, had a four-footer for par on 18 to close out the day. No, of course, he had a whiff on that. And then, because I had a big ticket on Fowler going back like three weeks uh, two weeks, whatever it was ago, I had him at a nice number. And I mean, how how often is a co-leader going into Sunday a non-factor before you can blink, right? It, just, it felt like Fowler was never going to be a factor yesterday. And that's just the same thing that has haunted that guy for mm. forever. The, the Sunday yips, they caught up with him and that was no good. Uh, this is a message that we got from Mike in North Carolina. Quickly, that was a surprise though to me. I guess not to you, but it was to me. Because he played so well in the three rounds and had the 20 birdies. But the, you know what? I thought he was going to be a factor yesterday. Well, I was hoping for that. Right. But I'm saying you, like... You, you knew, right? Okay. I, yeah, yeah. You, I'm saying when you were watching and you're like, yeah, that he's was, out of it already. Like, I, yeah. Christ, it took 10 minutes. That was too bad. This is from Mike, Mike in North Carolina. What if golf uh, moved some of its March West Coast events, Pebble Beach, Riviera, TPC Scottsdale... To the period between the U.S. Open and the U.S. Uh, and the Open Championship, primetime golf for five consecutive weeks would coincide with the end of the NBA Finals. I'm on board to somehow tweak it, maybe not do all five, but to have more like that. And you're getting that primetime. Uh, I just I think it's incredible. Um, as for the course, 
I don't know. I was off on Friday. I'm, what'd you think overall? I, I thought Thursday was a joke. Imagine if Thursday doesn't happen. It, it was a, it finished strong, but imagine now, no good job. We talked about Friday. Uh, they have to be embarrassed by what happened. And was it 1980 all over again when Jack shoots a first round seven under and wins the tournament at eight under? Well, you saw two 62s and eight under, and then uh, what was it, 10 or 11 under wins the tournament. So certainly it played more difficult than they, they tweaked some things the last couple of days, and then the wind finally came out. But I, I just, the whole thing was weird. I thought the coverage was bad. You have an iconic course with that city and that setting, Sunset Boulevard. Did they even show the Playboy uh, I, Mansion? I, no, I, How do you I not could, show the Playboy Mansion? They, they talked about it occasionally when they were on that corner. Like you could hear the uh-huh. flamingos and the whatever, peacocks, I think, chirping. And monkeys, I think they said, are still around. They didn't really get the into spe- they, it, spelling estate, the manor. I mean, the, the $2,500 million homes that surround there. It's 250000 initiation fees. No celebrities or social media posts. 45-year-old tax loophole to save $80 million annually. It sits on a 320 acres in the heart of L.A. They don't allow celebrities to join. You get a 1,000-plus page rule book. No shorts. Sport coats in the clubhouse after six. No headphones, earbuds, or athletic clothes. You can't change shoes in the parking lot. No photos. You can only make phone calls from the park car or phone booth in the locker room. I mean, it's a little too stuffy. For yeah, me. I understand that. Sure, you got it. But that, I, I what do you think? I thought it was very disappointing from the start, but it turned out to be a great tournament. But what we were, I, no, we were watching the John Deere Classic. Thursday. Yeah, we were. We were. Uh, I will say this going back in time. I mean, for people who complained about Aaron Hills in Wisconsin and certainly Chambers Bay in Seattle. And to say we never want another tournament there again. I went, well, if you're going to say that about those two courses, I would say then you got to lump in LA Country Club. And by the way, I don't like. I want more fans too. Well, I mean, yeah, that, that's where you're going to get. Yeah, no, they I know, weren't available. Yeah, yeah. You, you get, public courses are much better than private. There were 4,500. You're right. There were 4,500 GA tickets through uh, Saturday. That's all there was available. That's, it. that's yeah. in, the, the the galleries were not yeah. that big, and I was surprised to see that. And I personally did not like it. I'd rather have many more fans on the course. I for, I walked Chambers Bay when I was up in Seattle. The whole okay. thing around the whole course um, last month in May. The thing is absolutely glorious, and people could not wait. They were just shredding that golf course. I think that was 2015 or 2016, and hopefully that'll go back in the rotation. But I, I, again, if you're going to say something bad about a course like that, then I, I don't know. I was disappointed. I felt like we were duped a little bit in the course. Leading up to it, from everything Good I word. read and everything that I yep. listened to, I couldn't yep. wait. And then by third, yeah, like it was probably early Friday. I'm like, what? what? What was everybody talking about? Oh, it's so difficult. Oh man, watch out here with the par threes and the par fives. Yeah. They did. They got me. The highest score was an 83, and I won. I went over 64 and a half, and there was a 62. Well, the 62. What yeah. Fleetwood did? Fleetwood almost did. How does he miss that putt on 18? I know. How does he miss that? Yep. That'd been another 62. And then what Kim did was it Saturday? And then yeah. a lot of guys at a 29 or a 30 on the front nine. Totally good. We're duped. Yep. All right. Let's follow the money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Up next, we will recap another weekend in Major League Baseball. And I hope you appreciate what this guy is doing because at this rate, his number is going to be long gone by probably July 4th. That and some blistering hot teams in baseball right now, all coming up here on VSIN. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER.
If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is Follow the Money on VSEN. Well, I don't think we're going to get a repeat of what happened last year in the American League with the MVP award, where it took that Herculean effort by Aaron Judge in that season to unseat Shohei Otani who was the reigning MVP, and I'm telling you right now, uh, I know it's uh, July, I'm sorry, June 19th today, but Shohei Otani is minus 425 at DraftKings to win this award now. This At this rate, that number is going to be minus 1,000 by July 4th. Now, uh, I would actually consider this because I'm, I don't think that there's a way they're going to trade him now by the deadline. However, the the idea of an injury is the one thing that would make me not bet and lay minus 425 with three plus months of baseball left to go. This guy, okay, his last week, six innings pitched at Texas in a 5-3 win for him. He's 6-0 on the year, held down the best offense in baseball. At the plate, 13 of 27, six home runs, 12 RBIs, uh, nine runs scored, and on the season, he's batting 300. He leads all of Major League Baseball. And by the way, he's starting to run away with the home run title. He's got 24, 58 RBIs, and 10 stolen bases on the season. This week alone, first player since 1957, with two-plus doubles, six-plus dingers, and 10 walks in a seven-game span. Two players did it in the 1957 season. Ted Williams and Mickey Mantle. And oh, by the way, that quality start against Texas, like I talked about as well. Are you kidding me? Man, they're in the race, and they've passed Houston for second place. How do you lose the game Saturday? 8-2 in the seventh. But in any event, you're, you're right. If you, you laid the dollar fifty not that long ago, number one in home runs, RBIs, OPS, and slugging. Man. What were the Royals in play? Do you know? Oh, God, I have no idea. I, I, I don't even think it would have been on the board yeah. at any spots. Yeah. I mean, he'd lost 10 in a row, and they're down six runs in the seventh. Then they're down in the bottom of the ninth, too, and they get the two more to walk it off. Yeah. I, want, I want people to fast forward for one second here. Think about what it's going to be like when the season ends, the World Series is over with. We're right in the middle of college football in the NFL, and then the bidding is going to begin for this guy. The, the, this is going to be the most anticipated Major League Baseball offseason in many, maybe ever for him. He can name his price. Oh, absolutely. He can. $500 million's cheap, and how do you, if, you, if they make a trade... Late in the season, or, or I mean, it was coming up. How do you even get equal value? I mean, what what you can't? It's impossible. We've never seen a player like this before. Yeah. I mean, you can't. So the good thing is, or at least they're in contention here and have a chance to make the playoffs finally yep. after doing this and all these years of him and Trout. Yep. Um, are the Mets going to miss the playoffs? Because look at this: the three teams ahead of them in the NL East: Braves, Phillies, Marlins. By the way, those three teams have uh, combined to win 16 straight. This thing with the Marlins is not going away. Now, we knew that the month of June was easy, and I think they have 13 or 14 wins already this month, and they were 25-1 to 1 here at Circa for the most uh, wins in this month of June. It's a great race. It's, Don't forget the Giants. Well, I did, you can't even got there yet. Yes, yeah, right. Yeah, I well, mean, yeah, for that, from the wins in Jan, June, yeah. Yep. All, all of this talk, by the way, in that division alone about, hey, are the Diamondbacks for real? That, that's the talk like on June 1st, yeah. right? Can they hold off the Dodgers? Well, after last night, the Giants are actually half a game ahead of the Dodgers now. And what a weekend series it was for San Francisco. Yep. I don't like the Mets make the playoffs. I'm done with them. I mean, the way Scherzer's uh, struggled and they lose a series at home against St. Louis. Nah, that's it. Get to 500. How about that? I mean, you're five games under with this payroll. 
well, they're going to make moves. I mean, what, what's that going to do? I mean, you have so many issues. And if you, if you, if you can't get uh, people out and your top two starters are struggling like they are, then there's, uh, there's no hope for the Mets. Not to mention you got to jump over all these teams. You're right. It's enough. We've seen enough. The Giants are for real. Arizona's for real. Here come the Phillies. They've won eight in a row, uh, or six in a row, and, and what, 12 of 14. The Reds have won eight in a row. I mean, there's too many good teams here. Yep. And, and you know, I know it's a roller coaster here, but now it's like, well, how about the Dodgers? The Dodgers get swept at home, and they're only six games over 500. Padres still flirting with 500. So I just think that it, I don't, I'm not, it's too difficult for the Mets to jump all these teams. Because we've seen, so I don't think they're capable of putting together a hot streak, and not, that's another thing. Well, and here's the bad, another bad problem for that organization is that finally the Philly, Phillies maybe figure this out a little bit, right? Because they're warming up now, and they have been for a couple of weeks, at least a couple of weeks, maybe a little bit longer than that. So they had to find it at some point because the, the Phillies were also dead and buried not that long ago. Well, they flipped a switch here, and now the Mets have to do that same exact thing, and maybe maybe they're incapable of actually doing that. Because now you have three teams in your own division that are right in front of you, staring back at you, saying, uh-huh. uh, good luck, man, because we're going to leave you in the dust. Yep. And like you talked about, so those three teams right now are ahead of them. The three teams in the National League West, and somebody has to win the Central. And the Red, that's eight straight now for the Reds. How about that? And this would be an unbelievable story if they could actually somehow be here at the end of the season and maybe pull this off. The Cardinals actually took a couple of games against the Mets. But the more I read about St. Louis, the more I... I I'm kind of starting to believe that they might be sellers here pretty soon. Mm-hmm. Get rid of some guys. As Mike Palm said Friday, maybe you guys bet the wrong team from Chicago. Cubs take two out of three from the Orioles. Where's this coming from? Cubs playing good ball. Pirates, six-game losing streak. What the Reds are doing. That division is up for grabs. Yeah, bad My timing God. here by the Pirates. Yes, it is. And they start that big series against the Cubs today. So there's so many great stories. And, and you know, this, this draft coming up in a couple, three weeks. Is going to be phenomenal with the Circa Blackjack Invitational, but you just see how the future market has changed and how and, and the Reds coming out of nowhere and 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 what's happened in the National League and what the Giants are doing and the Phillies getting hot and you're right about the Marlins they're playing great ball. I mean this is a, this is a, a lot of fun and wide open. Then, then again the, the Braves win every game it seems though too. The Braves twenty games over five hundred. Yeah, and that did not go well for the Rockies this weekend. No. Crushed them. And I, I will bring this up, too. I think maybe the Padres have finally found, well, now they have, like, maybe their pick of aces. That was one question, you know, a couple months into the season. Like, who's actually going to be the guy? Well, now they have two guys. Waka's going today. More on the card coming yeah. up later, later on. And then Blake Snell. Now, I will remind you that two years ago, it was a week from today when I bet Robbie Ray at 250-1 to 1 to win the American League Cy Young, and he pulled it off that year. Blake Snell. Don't laugh at me, Paul. Blake Snell since May 25th, five starts, 30 innings. Now, he's not going to give you much more than seven innings because the pitch count gets up there. He's only allowed 14 hits and two earned runs. The K to walk ratio is 45 to 13. He's also striking out 13 and a half batters per nine with a 38.8% K rate, a 0.60 ERA, and a 0.90 whip. Only Spencer Strider has better K numbers from opening day until right now. Snell would be second with those numbers, and nobody else would be really close. It tells you the season Strider's having until recently. I, I took a little bit on him at 150 to 1 to win the Cy Young over the weekend. Wow, okay. Because I just my <laughs> thought my thought is Strider's been roughed up a couple of times lately. His a couple. E- yeah, his ERA is now uh, north of four. Yeah, but this gallon chill was just ridiculous. Oh, no, I understand that. Yeah. I, I, I really do. But if Snell were to like close, if he would go on, let, let me see here. If he would go on a Jake Arietta type run, or get us, I don't know, I'm probably going back way too far, like Johan Santana, and he would just close the season with a magical three-month run, I think 150 to 1, I'll be looking at that number where I could do something with that at the end of the year. Well, you might have buyer's remorse if you didn't jump in uh, or you, know, you don't take Gallon. You think with what Otani's doing, it's probably over. But how about the Cy Young Awards with McClanahan and your good point with Ray, and there's a lot of time. But Gallon at home is ridiculous. Yeah, he's a cheat code. We talked about it Friday. That his last twelve appearances at home, ten and one with a .68 and a .68 WHIP. The last guy to do that, Walter Johnson, nineteen seventeen, and then he goes out and throws another gem. 
So seven innings, one earned. Six innings, two earned. Six innings, no run. Seven and two-thirds, two earned. Seven innings, one run. Six innings, zero, seven, zero, seven, zero. What he's doing at home. Untouchable, unbeatable. And McClanahan, you know, true ace against fake ace. McClanahan shuts down the Padres, and he beats Darvish on Friday, and the Padres went off the favorite in that could, game. Could you, I was going to say. Who I could bet? No, that's crazy. I had to bet the Rays on principle. Uh, that was the biggest baseball bet I made all year long. Mm-hmm. Had to do it. Had to be done. I mean, are you kidding me? The Padres at home with uh, that, that guy going against McClanahan, and the Padres are going to be moved to the favorite? I could not believe what was happening with that number. No way, no how. I don't care where they're playing. Uh, what stadium it's going to be in. You, Darvish, can never, ever be favored over Shane McClanahan. It's going to be tough to overtake him. It is. I mean, he, what does he have, 11 wins now? Mm-hmm. And the ERA is the best in, in the American League? Well, plus if Gallon's going to pitch like that every home start. No, I know. You know, you know oh, yeah, yeah. It's not fair what he's doing. Yep. It's an inc- incredible run, historic what he does in home games. There's a lot. I mean, when you look at the American League odds, a lot of, like, Valdez has been spectacular this year. Uh-huh. Valdez's been really, really good. Castillo, Sharp, Gossman, you know, I can just rattle off all these names, but they haven't been as good as McClanahan. Very interesting. Yankees have lost 7 of 10. Astros get swept at home Ooh. against the Reds. Red Sox playing good ball. I wonder what you, the- you know, Texas somehow takes two out of three from the Jays. We know the AL Central's an embarrassment, but there's, there's a lot going on here. Yep. And uh, this, gonna be, this is going to be wide open, I believe, in October. All right, up next, how things have changed after weeks of drifting in the wrong direction. We have a new favorite on the betting board for something coming up this week. Details next on Follow the Money. It's Visa, the Sports Betting Network. This is Follow the Money on Visa. Michael Lombardi later in the show. Always football season here at VEASAN. We're giving you our 2023 NFL guide early, coming out June 29th. Our NFL betting guide will help you get ahead of the upcoming season. In-depth profiles of every team, advanced stats, proven betting systems, best bets on win totals, futures, and props. Become a VEASAN Pro subscriber today for as low as $19 and get your copy of the guide by reserving your spot. Take advantage of the summer kickoff special. Get access to everything we do through the Super Bowl for only $175. Great offer. Sign up today. VEASAN.com slash subscribe. We do have the NBA draft coming up this week. Nothing like last year when the rumbling started to take place a year ago on Sunday night, which would have been last night on Paulo Boncaro potentially going number one overall. And uh, just the unbelievable four or five days that we had leading into that event, especially draft day when Woj drops that bomb. Hey, it's going to be Jabari Smith early during our show on draft day. No, it never was. And the betting markets went nuts. So we've known forever that uh, Wemben Yama is going to go number one overall. A couple of months ago, uh, when the odds were first posted for the second overall pick as well, Paulie, Scoot Henderson was favored. But then steam came in on Brandon Miller from Alabama. And he turned into the favorite, and Scoot Henderson was like drifting off, like plus... I think it got as high as plus 180, I want to say, for him to go number two overall. Then over the weekend, mm-hmm. I noticed a couple of stories were written saying he, there is a path, by the way, for Scoot to still go second overall. Well, now this morning at DraftKings, Scoot Henderson, and it's been like this now for at least a couple of days, but Scoot is minus 150 to go number two overall, and Miller is plus 110, and Miller is minus 145 to be the third pick taken. Apparently, he had a great workout and blew him away. And the other thing was, I thought this would, would come eventually, uh, but it certainly was late enough in the process. But from, you know, from Miller to be minus 220 and then for it to flip over the weekend. But you're showing up to workouts and interviews with a note from your lawyer. I mean, at some point you think, wait a second, he's going to go second overall. And this is, but, uh, and I, I thought Henderson should have been the pick all, all, all the time, all, the, all this, this time with Charlotte, because it's just been, Wembenyama or Henderson, it's going to be one-two, and that's how we've been talking about this for about a year that uh, this was supposed to yeah. happen. So I think it's going. To, that's how it's going to be one-two. But you also have to uh, factor in: is there going to be a trade? Now Charlotte's apparently asking for the moon, but uh, number two was could could the second pick go? Portland could trade the third pick. Indiana wants to trade the seventh pick, and Dallas wants to trade the tenth pick. Yep. So we expect a lot of movement here coming up. Not to mention the Zion business. Well, also don't forget about Houston. 
Yeah. Rumblings there to, to maybe get out of four. The Pistons at five, same thing. The Magic, the talk was with six and 11, they wanted to actually get back into the top five. Brian Windhorst said on his from ESPN on his podcast recently that he cannot remember a year with this many potential trades into the top five or into the top 10. So you have that going. And again, the event comes up on Thursday. Uh, I'm not going to be surprised if this, at some point this week, the number on Scoot Henderson is going to be long gone, right? Like minus 150. Once that information comes out there for him to go to like minus $8, that will probably be like CJ Stroud on draft night in the NFL. And then the big deal that we had this weekend as well. There we go. Finally pulled off. The Phoenix Suns acquired Bradley Beal for a bunch of pieces in return. And now it was Chris Paul. Shamit as well was involved. And the Wizards want to get a third team. They wanted to anyway. They want to get a third team involved where they could get rid of Chris Paul then. They talked to the Clippers. And according to several reports that I read anyway, the, the thinking here is that Washington wants to go full-blown OKC mode. Just, just tank as much as possible to set themselves up for a decent future. Terrible job by the Wizards. All-time bad. Why wouldn't you do this last year and tank when you get Wembenyama? Doesn't make any sense. And then why would you sign him and then keep him and then give him a no-trade clause when you get garbage in return? Mm -hmm. F-minus what the Wizards did. You know, and Tim Bontemps, your guy from ESPN, to tell you how bad this is, he went back and ranked these guys last week. He had 35 players that he would take ahead of Beal. But they gave him $50 million a year in a no-trade clause? What are you doing? Well, they're the masters of signing players oh, to terrible contracts. Horrible. You, think you the, can't give them a no-trade clause. Well, you think they would have learned their lesson after giving John Wall all that money. Yeah. But yeah. They, they clearly well, never did. That's number and, one. Well, yeah, but then to, to, to give them that money and then hang on to them, and then, then you give them the no-trade clause, and then you could have tanked and had a chance at Henderson well, or when Banyama, and now you do it now. And look at what they got in return. Garbage. It's trash what they got in return. Yes. Like This is all that you could have gotten for Bradley Beal? Are you kidding me? Now, I will say that the Suns, uh, I know that they're like the second favorite on the board in the Western Conference now. That is laughable. I mean, Overall, they're like right behind, they're ahead of the Bucks and, and yeah, uh, the Celtics. Yeah, yes. To win the, 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 Come so, on. They have four players. Yes. They have like four players right now. And oh, by the way, I will remind you that here are the number of games missed the last two seasons. Bradley Beal has missed 74 games. Kevin Durant has missed 64. Mm. And Devin Booker has missed 43. I mean, no concerns here that Durant and especially Bradley Beal have had major injury concerns? It's going to happen. You have no bench. Zero. Now, are they going to trade eight and to get pieces? Well, okay. But he's 30 at the end of the month. The last four years, he's missed 33% of the games. He's also shooting 35% from three the last five seasons. You can't mid-range people to death. You're going to lose the math game every time. Mm -hmm. You don't shoot threes. The rest of the league does. And you have no bench. So you're right. You could say, well, we're going to stagger the guys, and then we'll have two of them on the floor all the time. I mean, it's just someone's going to get hurt. You have no bench, and then you're going to get killed by – you outscored so much from three every single game. Yep. How that's going to happen. I, I will say so, it again. Luck. Their offseason, the front office here, they need to pull a Rob Palenka um, late in the season for the Lakers. And I don't know if they're, I don't know if they have the, the ability to do that with how much money they have tied into all these players now. Oh, and, that's And that's so, only four. About the, it's like $160 right. million for all four guys now. That's right. But the, what Palenka did with the Lakers was he was a magician last year to actually pull that off. And all of a sudden, you go from... I mean, you're relying on West, uh, Westbrook night in and night out, and that's like one of your key guys on the team, and you're trend, trending in the wrong direction the entire year, and you put together a, a, a team that was like eight or nine deep at least that was, uh, you know, they eventually made it to the Western Conference Finals. The Suns need to do this somehow, and I just don't, I don't think that they can do it. Well, it's new owner syndrome. That's number one. It's an owner who comes right in and it gives up. They give up way too much for Durant, but you, you give up this for Durant, and now you go out and make the trade for Beal. And then you don't, you only have four guys under contract. Yeah. And you're paying all that money to three guys. And, and the uh, how much he's gonna it's going to cost the organization with these contracts. And then the other thing is, you know, how great of an organization is Miami? It's been said by many people, but it's like if Miami didn't want him. 
Miami could have had Beal if they wanted. They had a better package. Yeah. No doubt about it. And they're like, okay, well, we'll focus our attentions on Lillard now, or we're going a different direction. Mm -hmm. I mean, they could have had him. But again, I come back to Washington. It's a hot dog stand. What are you doing? This, I hope this is the last time someone gives a, a, a player with that type of contract a no-trade clause. Uh, right, right. Because he, uh, he was calling the shots at that then. And then you have this the uh, scenario where you had his agent is, a, is the father of the son's CEO. Yeah, right. How that worked out. Sure. This will never happen because teams get so desperate. So they want to throw money at guys to make sure that they're going to have like their player. It's like quarterbacks in the NFL. Hey, we think this guy can play. Let's give him, you know, max contract in the NBA. You need to be very careful with how much money you dish out to some of these nice players. Bradley Beal is a nice player. He is far from great. He's never, ever been great. He will never be great. So like you have two guys who are on your team, you have Booker and you have Durant, but for, for the Wizards to do that again after they never learned their lesson with John Wall. And if you go back, yeah. I mean, the minute these contracts are signed, I, this is what I should actually do for, I mean, if I could have done this somehow coming up at a younger age, just run it by me first. Because I will tell you that giving Ben Simmons $180 million is a joke and you yeah. cannot do that. Chris Middleton, you're going to give him $180 million. What? What are you doing? Bon Temps nailed it. He wasn't even trying hard. He picked 35 guys you'd rather have of them. Have them over Beal. Then Bradley Beal. And here's five for 250. Think about that for a second. Yeah. For that guy, five years, $250 million. That's an all-time disgrace. No, he might be doing the same thing with Jalen Brown. Who knows? That's, well, that, that's uh, you know, at least the guy's been to a finals, though. Well, which the, I know it's a much better team around him, but Beal's made it out of the out of the first round, what, once, I think? Here's what I don't understand. Again, I'll use Jalen Brown. You brought him up as the example here. If he would get, like, the Supermax contract, the back end he's slated to get more than $60 million a year. It's like, so yeah. if you don't offer that, the player and the agent will get offended by saying, hey, we'll give you $30 million a year. My God, no chance. What's wrong with you? I want to get traded. Okay, okay, then buy. Because we're not, if you, were gonna, you think we're going to double that money and give you $60 million a year at the back end of your contract? That's absurd, man. Get a clue. There's no way some, most of these guys deserve this money. Yeah. They just don't. And here's Paul Shamit and a couple picks. Oh, boy. I could not believe that when I came across oh. as the deal. Win some, lose some is up next. We're watching history with one team in uh, one-run games this season. Paulie shares the details next here on VEASAN. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.
can't all be winners, can they? Loser! You're a loser! Molly Howard recaps the night in sports betting in win some, lose some. Clark gets it done, 125 to 1. Down the street at the Westgate, he was 100 to 1. The largest bet was $20. A couple bigger bets here, as we talked about earlier at Circa. But that's an incredible story. That he was uh, like two, 280, two, ranked 293 a year ago and wins the U.S. Open. Hole in one, round two, plus 340. That cashes. To miss the cut, Max Homa, plus 185. Justin Thomas, plus 215. Corey Connors, plus 155. What happened to him? He's like, look up, he's like two under. I thought he was going to make a charge. He fell apart. Adam Scott, plus 155. Phil, minus 160. Jordan Spieth, plus 250. Justin Rose, 2-1. to one. Jason Day, plus 210. How about top 10s? Rory, plus 140. Scheffler, minus 150. Fleetwood, there we go, plus 390. We got there. Uh, Shoffley, plus 145. Rom, even money. I don't even know how that happened, where that came from. Cam, oh, by the way, yeah, Rom, top 10. Cam Smith, plus uh, 290. Top 20s. Henley plus 270, DeChambeau plus 230, and Kim plus 230. So, uh, UFC, Sabatini by submission in round two, seven to one. Sarukian, round three finish, eight to one. Kong by submission, six to one. Round one finish, nine to one. The Miami Marlins did it again. They won a one run game. They're 18 and five this year in one run games. That percentage, this deep in the season, is the best in the modern era. How are you doing this? Will it continue? I, Ten games over. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's nuts. I thought it, at some point it's got to turn around, but it's not. At some point, like, you think it has to. This can be a thing for a full season, but eventually, like, it will catch, like, playoffs maybe. Or certainly next year, Paulie, forget about it. That will not continue to be a thing next year for yep. sure. Win some. Did you see this move Saturday? There was a pitching change, but Lou Finnecaro was on with us Friday and gave out Stanford. So it op- Wake opened up like a dollar seventy, and then there was a pitching change. Wake Forest went was five dollars at Heritage, and like four twenty, four dollars at every other spot. They were down two one in the eighth and, and rallied to win. Yeah. Wow, five dollars on a on a in a in the world. Stanford's a top ten team. Yep. And they were they were throwing their, their stud louder, who hadn't lost this year, and they had him on the ropes in the first inning. That's incredible. Subscribe, be part of the team. Vison.com, our radio and podcast friends. You always want to see these tweets and videos. Very good from Mike Palm, VP of Circa, coming up later in the week. Circus Circus is the only Las Vegas casino with double exposure. It's blackjack, and the dealer, both cards are face-up. Ties lose, though. I find this game interesting by looking at it. But what do you think? I mean, No, ties lose, I'm out. You're out? Okay. Like, there's no that. way I can do that. You're, really? Okay. I, I would be so frustrated. You ever play the blackjack game where the side bet is uh, the, it's it's uh, 10 to 1 if you tie? I if you both not. push. Yeah. No. Okay. I don't like that's, the gimmicks. Yeah, that's yeah. it's interesting, though, with both hands, you know, both cards face-up, but... It, how many times do you do you push, though? Do you want to try this? I would like to. Why not? Give it a shot. They did it a long, long oh, time man. ago at the Stratosphere. I played it a couple times. and uh, Stratosphere? We should actually have somebody on sometime to talk. Remember they had that game Blackjack Switch? And how that would work? I don't recall. You could. We had a buddy here in town, uh-huh. Ray Brewer, who loved it. <laughs> you, I think that the way it works is you could switch one of your cards with, face, the, with the dealer. Yeah, you're kidding. No, what's that, the what was the? Uh, well, I, he, wow. he, he was telling us a story okay. one night, and he's like, "You guys got to try blackjack uh, switch." And I'm like, "Okay, all right, that's good. That's another good one for Anthony Curtis as well." You know, I was you're feeling in the mood. Sometimes you're all about the music, right? A little dancing. Yeah, it's every. It's not just humans. It's animals too. You look at the seal. They give him the saxophone. He knows what to do with it, right? Play some tunes. Yeah, little Kenny G. He's looking, he's doing spinning and everything. <laughs> he knows how to use how the saxophone works in the pool. A, a, a 360, 720. Look at him. That is an A plus stage is. presence right there. That is right. He's got it the whole time. Right. I'm entertained. Spinning around and round and round. 
with the saxophone. He's got it, no problem. Plenty of lose some. How about this? Jason Kuhn, professional poker player, was in the high roller $250,000 buy-in at the World Series of Poker. His wife was in labor, and he talked to the people there. He goes, I'm my up and leaves. And they worked it out with him where day two, he had the average chip stack. She was going to have the baby. He left. He got a refund. Okay. I ask you, though, what if he's the chip leader? I mean, you're you're paying for a lot of money. That's going to be millions of dollars. Then what do you do? It's a, it'd be, it's a second kid. No, I think you have to work it out with the wife and say, this can set us up for a long, long time. Yeah. It's like, sorry, I'm not coming. It's like Eskimo Clark. Heart attack at the table. Keep yeah. dealing the cards. I'm not going anywhere. I'm the chip leader. <laughs> Heart attack at the table. Second kid. <laughs> yeah. Probably similar. Yeah. Uh, but with this, I mean, there's got to be a conversation, obviously, leading into it, right? I mean, you yeah, have how have deep this, do I have to be? Yeah. I mean, you're going to look at the due date yeah. and say, well, what if I'm in this thing? And that's a conversation that evidently they had and he was going to bail on yeah. it. Yeah. Why do this now? Several people tweeted this over the weekend. A better bet Alabama money line against Middle Tennessee for 75000 It pays $300. It was at Caesars. Why wouldn't you just do this day up when the game's played? Why would you tie your money up for that? Get two and a half months? Yeah, to win $300. Money line's not going anywhere. That is a bizarre bet. That makes no sense. And I'll tell you, this is a lose sum because you never... The parade, outstanding. How about this? Coming up. Well, look, at, look at Carlson. He comes out. This was a sign of things to come, right? He falls down right away. That kid was ripped. I can't believe they actually let they, him go they, to the podium and talk. They gave him the microphone. He is out of it. Oh, he was lit up. And a couple, and they're on live television. It's f bomb after f bomb. Then the lady, the PR lady, comes on stage. Goes, that's it. Cut it. Take the mic from him. Then they carry him off the stage where he was so <laughs> drunk. He was actually funny. He goes, we played Arizona in our first game and we kicked the bleep, bleep out, out of him. I didn't have any points, but uh, yeah. I mean, it's great. But it's like, that is so dangerous. Where you th- We did a show drunk a couple times. Oh, God. You could throw, you never know what, you're out of it, though. You don't know where you are. You're so drunk. And, we and had, you're in front of, a, you're on a live mic. God knows what you're going to say. It was open to listeners to come down, and they were all, this is a 11 to 2 in the afternoon. Oh, what a, a mistake. We were doing They're it to raise awareness. the whole time. Yeah. Raise awareness for uh, Doesn't need a driver. Yeah. Yes, yes. Call a cab at the time if you were in trouble. Right. Then. <laughs> That was a Friday. Oh. On Monday, our operations manager sits me down in his office and he just goes, never again. Like, yeah, that's probably a good idea. <laughs> and burn the tapes. Absolutely. Burn the tapes. Several bad beats. Angels Saturday, the seventh inning, up 8-2. They lost 10-9 to Kansas City. It's one thing to blow that lead. How do you do it against the Royals? In college baseball World Series, Friday, TCU led 5-2 in the ninth, blew it. Oral Roberts got them. Virginia led 5-3 in the ninth. They blew it. Florida came back to win. And Stanford plus 320 led 2-1 in the eighth. And they lost. Download the DraftKings app today. New customers can bet $5, get $150 in bonuses instantly. Use promo code VEASAN when you sign up. DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for full terms and conditions. Well, what do you think is going to happen? They put the parade at night. Yeah, that too. So these guys are tooling around Uh, town all day long, and then they hop in the... Like, that parade took two hours before they were actually on the mic. And the festivities actually began at T-Mobile. Well, he comes arena. out and he falls down. I mean, immediately yeah. with the F-bombs at every local station in town I know. carrying it. Yeah. Couldn't yeah. wait. Yeah. Oh, man. Quite the turnout, though. They were at capacity. It was a scene. Yeah. How about the, uh, the NBC affiliate out here locally? They had to cover... Uh, they had to keep the coverage on for the U.S. Open. Yeah. And that was when Fowler doing, and yeah. and uh, Clark were playing in the dark. And the parade started, and every other station had it for like a good hour. I can't, they must have been so pissed off. Like, get this golf coverage off immediately. Yeah. Well, I was watching some of the coverage, though. It was like, well, geez. Yeah. It's just like, let's interview the fans, okay? Sure. They said hockey in the desert wouldn't work. What do you say? Mm-hmm. What does this mean to you? Okay. All right, this is V-SIN's Follow the Money on DraftKings Network. There's plenty more coming up today, including Gojo, Dan LeBetard, and Ross Tucker. And here at V-SIN, Paulie and I work with the sharpest betting experts in the business. And you can check out 
all of their best analysis at vcin.com. Follow the money. He has two more hours coming up on vcin. And after the break, we'll hit the NBA draft. It is Thursday. We'll talk about it with Raphael Barlow from nbabigboard.com. Will we see any trades into the top five or top ten? And is Scoot Henderson going second overall? That's coming up next here on Follow the Money. It's vcin, the sports betting network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.